What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of the Thank God for Wrestling podcast. I'm your host, Johnny King, and I also have another host with me. CJ McClure. Yes, sir. And we have a lot of stuff to get into. But before we get into it, obviously, Money in the Bank just passed. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But we want to just explain how we kind of got this podcast together. We met through Bleacher Report, the app, and they have like a WWE, like what is it, like a forum page or I guess you, you could call it. Kind of community. I kind of compare it to Twitter, but on Bleacher Report. Yeah. And I was like, I posted on there because I've been wanting to start a podcast for wrestling for a minute, but I don't really know anybody else that watches wrestling in my friend group. So I posted on there who wants to start a podcast with me, did me on Instagram and he DM me. So couple of days later here we are and we're on the first episode so yeah all right so money in the bank was obviously this was out is yesterday for us so you guys will be seeing this probably monday or tuesday so it was this past weekend we have a lot of stuff to get into i have a lot of opinions and i know cj also has a lot of opinions <laughs> but we're just gonna go through the show and basically chronological order just talk about the matches summarize how we feel about everything we might get into some other topics after that but we're gonna just start uh i was actually i actually want to start with like one of the first things that happened which was the paul Heyman promo did you see that in the kickoff show i actually didn't uh i didn't watch the kickoff show this time around um yeah but yeah, yeah so I, I kayla braxton you know how she has the like the stick going with paul Heyman or whatever yep. yeah yeah she just knocked on Roman Reigns' door he came out and he was basically saying uh yeah, so Caleb Braxton speaks to Paul Heyman in the back. His mood is different as he goes on about how he's never seen Roman like this. He's saying there will be no tribal chief tonight, but we'll see a Samoan warrior. Basically saying that Roman's going to come out for blood and we're never going to see a beating like this before he's in a different mode because of everything that he's been through. But obviously, as we'll talk about the main event, I feel like Paul Heyman hyped it up way too much, but... Paul go props to Paul Heyman because his promo was crazy like he had me feeling it I was he had literal literal tears in his eyes I was like okay okay so we're in for something crazy but yeah honestly after hearing that and then going to the main event it kind of hyped it up but you know so yeah you should go back and watch it. it was honestly it was honestly uh pretty good but I don't know how you feel about Paul Heyman but I personally think he's probably like one of the best if not the best like managers and creatives of all time Paul is, in my humble opinion, top two managers of all time, but he's not two. Top two is yeah. Heyman and, and Paul Bearer. Yeah, he's yeah, in my right. opinion. And yeah, I mean, if there was an Oscars awards for wrestling, Paul would have already won like yes, five awards by yes, now. I mean, like yes. in this storyline alone, I mean, like what you yes. just said with the tears and how, how he's always been great on the mic, right? I mean, like, but what he said on the mic, yeah. his role in this storyline, yeah, I mean, everything you just said doesn't surprise me at all. I, I can definitely agree that, not that I, obviously I didn't see it, but I think he overhyped it a little too much, and obviously we'll get to the main event when we get to the main event, but, like, the one thing I will say before we get there is, was Roman going to try and, you know, trying to pick my words correctly, beat their cousins for lack of a better term right his cousins for lack of a better term but he, bro still loves his family and that's evident at one point in the match and that's evident back at hell in a cell years mm -hmm. ago so i mean that's why i agree with you i think paul did overhype it just a little bit yeah yeah yeah. and then that was at the kickoff show and then do you want to get into the main event first or you want to save that for last save it for last save it for last Okay, so the first thing match we're going to talk about is the match that kicked off the show, the men's money in the bank. 
Uh, some of my notes for this, the crowd, when LA Knight came, the crowd in general was crazy. They need to keep bringing shows back to the UK. The UK fans are just insane. But the pop when LA Knight came out was is so crazy. And I'm the biggest LA Knight fan, and I'm probably biased, but it was just insane. The crowd, the place erupted. Yeah, I mean, they have lightning in a bottle right now. I mean, and, and and I'll admit it, I wasn't really that educated on LA Knight until this really past few months. I mean, I didn't really, it's not that I disliked him. I just, I had no feelings towards him. I was neutral towards him in his feud against Bray Wyatt. But we got, we have something organic, you know, there's not, it's not forced. I mean, and, and London's already electric as it is, but you go back on the one Raw where Logan Paul announced that he was going to be in the match. And then again, LA, LA Knight came out organic pop. I mean, they're all going along with everything he's saying. They're saying, yeah, every time he talked in, honestly, I think I saw this on YouTube. It's a little bit of a blend of like stone cold mm -hmm. and the rock. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, yep. like I was the pops, yep. the pops are like Steve, but he's cutting promos like Dwayne. Yep. Yep. I, my brother was like, he, he, he reminds me of stone cold Steve Austin. I was like, yeah, because he kind of has that attitude era feel, especially the way he delivers right. his promos. He has the one word catchphrase and his ring work. He's not crazy great in the ring, but he does what he needs to do. And he right. allows his personality and character to help him perform to the best of his abilities. And I think that they obviously will get to the winner, but I feel like if he won, it would have been great. But I'm honestly not that mad that, that his outcome, the outcome didn't go in his favor. But L.A. Knight, he's definitely a future world champion in my eyes. 100%. And, uh, obviously, Ricochet was in it. Logan Paul, Shinsuke, um, Santos Escobar, and I know I'm missing one more. Butch. Butch, yes, Butch. Which he got a good reception, too, from because London is – or England is his home. Uh, is his home, so – he got a good reception. The one thing I do want to talk about was the Ricochet and Logan Paul uh, Spanish Fly. That was a that was a very crazy spot because you can see that they didn't plan to go off the second rope. They wanted to go off the top rope, and it was almost almost like a bad a bad botch. But Logan was able to tuck his head just enough to get to the uh, hit hit the ground right. But that could have been crazy. You know, so that that's one of my points too, and. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I got a little worried for a second because, like, I thought they landed directly on their heads. I yeah. mean, kudo, I mean, I, as fans, obviously, we appreciate how they try to entertain us or the spots that they do, but that 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 was a little risky, if you ask me. I mean, yeah, kudos yeah, to both yeah. those guys for still being able to land the way that they did. But, mm -hmm. I mean, crazy spot, but, yeah, I mean, it made me wince a little bit. I'm like, crazy moment, but I hope they're okay. Mm -hmm. and, and on that note, just kind of knock out back-to-back -back points real quick. I cannot remember a time where we had tables in a Money in the Bank ladder match. Oh, no, really? Yeah, and they used them. They used them good too. This, this, yeah. this, this match. And what I was gonna say was, I the I talked to you about this earlier, but what Logan Paul has been able to accomplish in this short of time, picking up wrestling that quick. Even Triple H said, "This is he's generational. Like this, he he's great the way he does this, and he really is a natural heel." Like when I watch WWE television and and see Logan Paul on my screen. I naturally want to boo him and I naturally don't <laughs> I naturally don't want to see him win, you know. Yeah, I mean, and that's I mean, you're you're reading my mind. That's one of my points. I mean, I mean, how I mean let, let's go back months ago, right? So I mean, and I'll I'll admit I, I'm biased. And I 
I don't really like the guy. I have nothing like don't really I don't hate him, mm-hmm. right? But like mm-hmm. I don't really like the guy. He just being a natural hero he is, he annoys me. Yeah. But yeah. I but I gotta give credit where credit is due. I mean, I didn't watch his WrestleMania match last year. I was like, I'm not watching that. Mm-hmm. I don't care for Logan Paul. Mm-hmm. But the little clips I saw I'm like Okay, well, dude's actually pretty athletic. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch the SummerSlam match against the Miz, but I saw the frog splash at the table. I'm like, yeah, okay, d- dude, started kind of getting my attention. For him to go into Saudi Arabia and main event with Roman Reigns, with Roman Reigns, so arguably one of the best in the world, and almost put like a four star mm-hmm. match, four and a half star match, something like that. I'm like, all right, I'm sold. I was yeah. like, I mean, like what you just said, how quickly he's learned, how he's gotten better cutting promos, he knows his role, he and. Not to sound like Triple H, but he is good for business. Mm-hmm. Adding him to this match was a good call. And honestly, I you could make you could have made a case for him winning the briefcase. Because think about all the publicity he gets with his podcast. He's very well known, and he would carry that briefcase around wherever he went. He would have it in the back of his, uh, in the back of his background or in the podcast. And they really could have brought some more eyes to um, to you know the Money in the Bank match if they had went that route. I could have totally see a case for that. But yeah, I mean, Logan carrying the briefcase around, if he would have won, I mean, that that would just continue to bring mainstream attention to WWE. And that's what Logan, I don't want to say that's what Logan's for, but that's what he is good at. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Honestly, they brought him in to bring more eyes to the company. So I honestly could have saw a case for him winning. Yeah, but obviously the winner was Damian Priest. After he he tried to do his finisher on on L.A. night, like off the ladder, he hit it, but he ended up like stumbling. He wasn't supposed to fall. He was supposed to make the climb the ladder, but he hit the finisher. L.A. night fell off the ladder. Damien slipped off and then he had to go back up and then make the climb. And he won. And honestly, there was some mix. He was getting quite a few boos, which I just feel like to, I, I like me personally, I don't feel one way or another about Damian Priest. I don't know. How about you? So I do like Damian. I, I think he's a good athlete. I think he has put on good matches. He I think mm. he's definitely a better heel. And regarding him winning, um, because that's one of my points here. First off, his cash has to be successful. I'll come back to that. But yeah. but him winning. You know, I was thinking about this after the match, and I was thinking about this today, and obviously there's an exception to everything, mm-hmm. but in my mind, and I'm just going to compare apples and oranges here, I think most of the time a heel should win the Money in the Bank ladder match. Mm-hmm. Heels, because think about it. The champion could be dead in the ring, come down, yeah. cash it in, take advantage of the situation. That's a heelish thing to do on paper. Mm-hmm. Winning the Royal Rumble... It's a face thing to do. Yeah. You outlast, you know, twenty nine other guys and went the distance, mm-hmm. and you know, you earned you earned your spot. Not to yeah. say you don't earn the ladder match, but so if LA and I would have won, which that that was both of our predictions, mm-hmm. um, that obviously would have been giving the people what they wanted. But I think with LA Knight not winning, this is going to make him more of a chaser. I feel like this is still mm-hmm. going to keep people behind him even more. Yeah. And, so, I mean, I wasn't against Damien winning, and clearly they're going to go down the storyline with him and Finn and the cracks in the Judgment Day. So, I appreciate that they have a plan to it. But yeah. his cash-in, next point, his cash-in has to be successful. I'm tired of this guy wins and loses the case. I'm tired of defending it like a title. If you're going to defend it like a title, then mm-hmm. just retain it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you need a match on the card, then sure, but mm-hmm. retain it. His cash-in has to be successful. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I what obviously like you said, we want an LA Knight to win, but say LA Knight wins, we get the one moment where the crowd erupts. Ah, uh, but where do we go from here? What does LA Knight do with it? Does because he's not beating Roman. Rome, he's not gonna beat Roman for the title. So it there are they gonna take the belt off Seth this early? LA Knight, they would have to figure out what to do with him, how they wanted to do it. And I feel like there's more of a there is more of a story with Damien. So Damien was kind of like okay, we have a solid plan of what we want to do, obviously, with him and Finn. So other than that, you know, I I kind of agree. And I, I like their move with Damien because now we do have a set story that obviously started brewing in the Cody, I mean, the Seth versus Finn match. So, and yeah, like you said, I'm tired of, you know, the money in the bank winners not doing anything with the briefcase. Like, look at Otis, look at um, Austin Theory. Uh, Baron Corbin didn't have a successful cash in. Neither did Shinsuke. Shinsuke won, and then he did Shinsuke win, or was that the Rumble? Rumble it was Rumble. Rumble. Okay, okay. I knew. I was about to say. I know he won the Rumble, and he didn't even win the title at at Mania. So that's like Cody. They WWE just. I feel like they they fumble on a lot of opportunities. Like, what's yeah, the point and- of having them win if they're not going to finish the job? You know. Right. And, and there's exceptions, right? I mean, like, you know, when Mr. Kennedy was about to get fired and, you know, and they're suspended or something, I forgot what the story was. So that's why he lost it to Edge and they gave it to Edge. Yeah. That's an exception to the rule, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, but yeah, I mean, pick the right guy or at least make an argument for the, the guy. Let him keep it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and like, you know, we kind of briefly talked about today how like you know a completely separate topic right but how undertaker streak should have never ended well yeah there should always every money in the bank cash in should have always been successful mm-hmm. that's the My, whole point of the money in the bank right is to get the title you know like exactly yeah yeah so and but, uh, yeah. and one of the one of the notes i did have was speaking of shinsuke i want shinsuke we need a we need a heel shinsuke we need a ruthless shinsuke we need a new japan style shinsuke just ruthless in the ring and he we need him to i want him to eventually hold the the new world heavyweight championship yeah i mean we need a heel shinsuke not the sorry me no speak english or kicking yeah. aj styles in the yeah, like, well, yeah. yes we need an actual aggressive heel run and you know i'm reading your notes Shinsuke needs to be a world champion before he leaves WWE and retires. Yes, 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 yes. That's what I'm saying. We need him to... We don't need this little Uzi Shinsuke, you know. We we need, like, a Shinsuke who's out for blood, a Shinsuke who's here to make a statement before he eventually retires because he's getting up, kind of up there in age. He's, I think he's in his early 40s, I believe. Yeah, I mean, he's been with WWE NXT since 2016. I mean, it's, yeah. it's almost been a minute. I mean, it's been and, and the fact that he was one of the greatest NXT champions and then not being utilized to his full potential in the main roster, that I, that that's that's a whole different story. WWE not using NXT people to their full potential. Or should I be the one should 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 I be the one to say Vince McMahon not using NXT people to their full potential? Can I say that, or is or is that or is that too much? You know, I think that's a fair assessment. I mean, when Hunter was in charge of NXT, right? I mean, Balor, Samoa Joe, Bobby Roode, yes, uh, the revival. That's a that's Alpha. a whole different video. We need to do WWE's biggest <laughs> what ifs or could have been's, and Bobby Roode will be 
on that list because his 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 gimmick his it was impeccable. His running, if the, his running TNA didn't show them what he could do, then I don't know what will. You know, Glorious was a great way for him to come into the main roster and really he could he could be a he could have been a top guy. He could have been a world champion. But you know that's a whole different story, Vince McMahon. I don't know, but apparently you know he's not in charge anymore. But you know, you know, future episode right there. Yeah, future episode. And the next match we want to get into was the women's tag match. I don't want to bash this match, but I will say, like, I don't know, man. The women's tag team, we they call it a women's tag team division, but we really don't have any women's tag teams. So what is the point of having? women's tag team championships if you don't have any tag teams to contend for them so yeah we you can say how you feel about that about that yeah match. i mean yeah i i appreciated that they wanted to obviously give the women more gold right you know like ever yeah. since like 2016 you know when you know triple threat match stole mm-hmm. stole the show wrestlemania 32 then the royal rumble and then the mm-hmm. money in the bank first women's hell in a cell match i mean like mm-hmm. i appreciated that the women were giving more of a chance to put on really good matches. You know, mm-hmm. Bailey and Sasha Banks, future mm-hmm. video right here, but greatest women's match of all time, if you ask me, at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. So, I mean, I appreciate it, but, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're not going to put in any elbow grease into it and, like, actually try, then how are we supposed to take it seriously? Mm-hmm. You know I mean? Like, that's why, again, separate video right here, but that's why from a certain point of view, I did kind of see where naomi and sasha banks are coming from yeah you know, yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 uh-huh. they were would i have walked out no but i mean but i i i respected they voiced their frustrations mm-hmm. and i thought this match had the potential to be to be yeah, average to, I, I don't even think it was bad i mean it wasn't it, it bad had, it had yeah. a moment uh-huh it, it had a moment. i feel like they they should have saved obviously everybody knows that uh Shayna Baszler turn on Ronda Rousey, but I feel like they could have saved that moment for after the match, you know. Like I feel like it happened maybe a little bit too quick, maybe at least in my. It just the felt match. like it. It just had a weird. Uh, I don't know. It had a weird tempo to it. Maybe the match was too short. Definitely in my yeah. opinion, and I hear what you're saying, but I think I think the match should have went longer. And I think kind of really what they were already about to do should have gone to the point where like, oh, okay, the champs are about to retain and boom, mm-hmm. Shane attacks her like she did because, she, I mean, I guess my kind of where I'm ar- not arguing with you, but like the one counter yeah, I have yeah, what yeah, you yeah. said is that like if they retained and then Shane attacked her, then the titles are just going to be vacated. But Shane mm-hmm. cost them the match, mm-hmm. cost them the championship. So and now mm-hmm. we have the storyline of, we're friends and you stabbed me in the back and you cost us the titles, mm-hmm. which is now setting up their match for SummerSlam, SummerSlam which, I'm yeah. very, which, which I'm very excited to see. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I know I talked to you about this earlier, but uh, there's supposedly rumors going around. I don't know how true they are. I just saw my headlines that Ronda Rousey is planning to make a UFC comeback. Sources say so. And obviously with the whole Endeavor situation, that could be a very possible, you know, very possible thing to happen. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't, I just don't feel like she has been used to the fullest potential in WWE, but that's just me. But she has, honestly, she's accomplished a lot for the short time she's been here. I just feel like her and Shayna maybe still had more things they could have done in the women's division, especially if they if their plan was to try to build up a women's tag team division. I feel like they could have been like 
uh more like a like a blackpool combat club style style group for the women's division yeah i mean regarding ufc i think that's it's definitely possible with endeavor and i mean i i I personally wouldn't be opposed to seeing that i mean i'm not a huge ufc fan i know the big names right but i mean but ronda what her last two matches she her fight she lost yes she would probably she probably feels like she hasn't finished business and yeah i think ronda Yes, she hasn't been used to her potential. But she cannot cut a promo to save her life. She can, she cannot. She she really can't. You know, I feel like cutting promos, it you have to have something in you. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it's hard to learn how to cut a correct promo. I feel like a lot of it comes from from intuition and just like feeling it out and knowing that there's something inside of you who can bring out a character and make people feel emotions. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I think you got to have charisma. You, you got to yeah. have it, and you, you got to believe in yourself. Not to you know use a cliche, but yeah. you do. You have to um, be able to. I need to be able to believe what you're right. what you're saying, even though we all know that it's not not real. I don't even want to use the R word, but even though it's not, <laughs> even though it's not real, it's not really happening. But I want to be able to know in my mind that it's not real and understand, and be able to still be able to be convinced about the story. Right. And uh, just kind of address your comment also of her talking, uh, accomplishing a lot. Um, kind of a quick sidebar, but in my humble opinion, Ronda's best match of her tenure in WWE was against Sasha Banks at the Royal Rumble. And I'll admit yes. I'm biased because okay. I was there for that live. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so, yeah, but that was crazy. It was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, the only other point I have, I mean, you know, Ronda versus Shane at SummerSlam, I'm excited to see that. I didn't see the, I didn't see the betrayal coming, but it makes sense, you know. SummerSlam is the second biggest pay per view of the year. Ronda versus Shayna is a good match, obviously, if yeah. executed correctly. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see that. Slight hot take I have. Eventually, I think Raquel should be pushed. Eventually. Yes, dude. I want to see Raquel Rodriguez versus Rhea Ripley. Didn't even that, think that, of that. I that face off they had a couple of Mondays ago, I think it was. That's right. Uh, that, that got me pumped because, and they need to make. Raquel a heel. They need to make her heel. She's she. I don't. I don't want to see her smiling every chance she gets and posing on my TV. I want to see her like. I want to see her really, really. You know, beat people up because I believe that she can be that powerhouse to eventually challenge Rhea Ripley for that uh woman's title. She's a big girl too. I mean, yeah. I mean she, she she has that uh, potential. I mean, so yeah. I mean, I completely agree with that. Mm-hmm. And I'm still kind of salty about they how they how they took the titles off of, uh alba fire and ila dawn and i hope that eventually there is a feud with them and living raquel i feel like they could have some great matches and the only last point i had about this was if they're not going to spend the time to put the effort into building up the women's tag team division i feel like they need to just introduce a woman's mid card belt like a woman's intercontinental championship belt I'm not opposed to that. I just, I, I I can't think of how you could do that correctly. I mean, I, I guess in my mind, I think of maybe bringing back the Divas Championship, but at the same time, that would also, I feel like that maybe be disrespectful in the sense of like, you know, that it's the women's division, not the Divas Yeah, division. I mean, I would just call it the Women's Intercontinental Championship, and it would be like the mid, the mid-card woman, woman's belt. If we're not going to have, if we're not going to spend the time to put the time into the tag team women's tag team champions either we 
just take them away completely and not have any belts or if you want to still have another belt that woman can hold you know just have like a mid-card belt and someone like a Raquel could have that you know I think that for me that's just one of those things I'm gonna have to I'd have to see it played out first yeah like, I know I'd, 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 I'd have to kind of give it a chance see if it cooks see if it's expired you know mm -hmm. and if it's not good then like and, I, I, and I, honestly now that you now that you say that we're not even getting full potential out of our men's mid card belt so maybe we just you know because austin theory hasn't done anything he's probably the most irrelevant champ in wwe right now like what has he done he, he's i think he he's defended fairly often fairly often but like you know i was talking to one of my buddies about this and he made a great point Championships need to be defended every pay-per-view. Yes, yes, yes. That's, that's mean, it, into my eyes, that's what pay-per-views are for, big matches, you know? Right. I mean, it, it makes the title more respectable. It makes the wrestler more respectable. And obviously, you have your open challenges here and there on Raw mm -hmm. and SmackDown, and that's good for TV. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's kind of a separate conversation. But, yeah, I mean, Austin Theory, yeah. I think Austin Theory's gotten better since Hunter became in charge. But, yeah, I mean, Gunther theory yes gunther is skyrockets above above theory yeah. Which on take, that note... yeah okay no nah, i'm not even i'm not even gonna say my hot take because i would have been crazy that would have been crazy okay that would have been, <laughs> been crazy i was gonna say just like no we round up gunther just transitioning to the ic title yeah the ic title match gunther and <laughs> in my notes i have gunther basically squash match I see what you mean. I don't think it was a squash squash. I, I you see my notes. I got I got hard hitting as expected because mm -hmm. it was by mm -hmm. both guys. But I do I do think it was just a little rushed. Yeah, that's what that's what, it was. It was only like a seven minute match, I believe. Seven eight yeah. eight minute match. Yeah, should have went on another five minutes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They could have put they could have had match of the night. They could have if, if they really well. let them if they really let them go. But the big takeaway from this match was you predicted it. I also predicted it that Drew McIntyre would return. We didn't say when he returned, would return there, but we just said he would return that night. Right. He returned and he confronted Gunther. He Gunther put his hand in his face. Drew hit him, hit him with the claymore. Then he held the IC title above his head. What are your thoughts on Drew returning? Well, first off, just welcome back. I mean, you know, I mean, there were those rumors of him contract negotiations weren't going well and i mean i'm glad that they clearly did go well you know for him to obviously to come back because mm -hmm. if WWE would have lost him that would have been a huge loss i mean i don't know i personally can't see him in AEW. he'd probably have to change his character yeah. but i mean i, I yeah I'm glad, I'm glad he's still here i'm excited for drew versus gunther at SummerSlam. i probably was still i would probably still book gunther to win he needs mm -hmm. he needs to break the ic title record i mean mm -hmm. for him to have the uk championship reign and then this ic title reign i mean that's gonna be huge for gunther's legacy but mm -hmm. i do hope that not not now it's SummerSlam, excuse me but i hope that drew does have his the moment that he should have had during covid yeah. you know when he beat Mark. i hope mm -hmm. i hope drew gets that yeah i hope eventually he will be he will be booked right he will be he will be okay with the company however they treat are treating him now because i feel like he does have the obviously the potential to be to carry the company on his back like he did during COVID. you know he could yeah. he could be one of the big faces of the company again yeah i mean he he i think he has the potential i mean him randy orton and roman sasha and bailey 
all carried the company during mm-hmm. COVID. And Drew is one of those guys. I mean, so yeah, Drew, I think Drew completely has the capability to do so. I think you could argue that he should have had his moment at Clash of the Castle, but the fact of the matter is Roman's yeah, a call, no, so Yeah, like, no one yeah. Yeah, but I I will say they did make a great job at believing there was just a little little you know there could be a chance that he could pull it off. Yes, hundred percent agree. But yeah, I mean I thought the match was watchable. I mean, you're right. They really they really should have stole stole the show. I don't think it was a dud, but it did not reach its full potential. Yeah, I just I just think it was a little bit rushed, and it was very it was and I mean to their to their uh. You know, to their expense, they did only have a couple weeks or so to build up the feud, you know. Sure. But I mean, yeah. And then this brings us to Cody Rhodes versus Dominic Mysterio. You you can start off with your points because I, I have a lot to say about, about this. One. Yeah, I, I it was about that big. So yeah. notes, but I only got three for this. And based off reading your notes, we we might I think we're gonna actually disagree on some things here, but okay. First things first, Dom is a natural heel, and Eddie would be proud. Yes, I mean, he, 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 he he'd be would. so proud of what Ray and Dom did at WrestleMania and accomplished that. Definitely. So, I mean, Dom, Dom is a natural heel, great at what he's doing. The future's bright. Um, uh, I wrote down the whoa, what am I, what <laughs> yeah, am I uh, yeah. notes? So, uh-huh. this is where I think you and I are going to disagree. Cody is still over that that and that, that's what I stand I, I stand by that. I mean, his the woes are getting louder and louder every time. Yeah. Or at least they're maintaining. So I mean, Cody's yeah. still over, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. And just very small detail that I wanted to point out. I I cannot remember since Cody's been back, like when he came back from AEW back to WWE, since mm-hmm. he's used the Alabama slam. I I could be oh, wrong. Oh yeah, I, I I saw that. He did that. And I was like, right. Hmm. I was like, I was like, that's that's OG yeah, Cody he, moves he right went there. Around too. Yeah, like, yeah. He, yeah. He did the same thing that he did when him and Goldust faced Roman and Seth in the Shield mm-hmm. of Battleground. Like mm-hmm. spun, spin, spin, boom. Yeah. I was like, I don't think he's done that since mm-hmm. he's been back. Yeah. I was like, so that that's I mean, I guess granted he can only do to so many guys, right? I mean, because yeah. I mean some guys are heavy, but yeah, still, I mean, yeah. I was like, that's that's OG Cody right there. So I kind of caught my attention. Um the match was solid. I think it was still a good, like it was a solid, good match and watchable. But you know what? I what we we you and I predicted, if I remember correctly, was mm-hmm. Brock was going to return and cost Cody the match, yeah. and then and Dom would beat him because in my, I mean, they need to have a rubber match, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. like they're they're one one against each other. So I mean, yeah. how how are you going to build up the match now? Yeah, between Cody versus Brock, if they're even going to do that, I don't, I don't see why they wouldn't. Yeah. Ah, man, I just, I don't know, dude. To me, okay, yes, Dom, he's he he has the most heat in WWE right now. Yeah. Because the boos, they get louder and louder every week. He's a natural heel. He's doing great things. But to me, I already know I'm going to be the, I'm going to be the uh, bad cop on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> in my notes, I have boring Cody win. Boring Cody win. Because... If Brock didn't return, what was all this for? Like, we get a little mini feud to, for Cody to face adverse, adversity to help him finish the story in the future. 
like cool dom slaps him in the face uh let's fight okay cool the match didn't last that long brock didn't return cody won clean what was to me it was just very anticlimactic and it just felt like we don't really have anything to do. Brock didn't want to come to London. We weren't going to pay him enough to come to London to just make an interference. So we're just going to put Cody in this match so he can get a win and he can get the whoa and he can be the people's hero. He can be the face that we're paying him to be. So, yeah, that's my only, like, what was the point of this? And why did we have to have this for nothing to happen with him and Brock? Which I'm guessing they're going to bring Brock back either tomorrow or in the next coming weeks but i did write in my notes i have a i have a, a question has cody's momentum to finish the story been killed and does he need to beat roman now or has that ship sailed i say no um i think and i'm sure you've seen this before i think they're taking the long way around kind of like with john c you just told me today you went to wrestlemania 29 as a kid mm -hmm. so i mean I think they're taking the long way around, like kind of comparing it to John Cena. John mm -hmm. lost to The Rock, WrestleMania 28, you know, the yeah. yep. sitting he the way he did. Sitting, sitting yep. on the stage. Yeah, like very important match. But then Kate, you know, and barely beat Brock Lesnar, lost to John Laurinaitis, lost to yeah. CM Punk over and over and over again, you know, lost to Dolph Ziggler, won the Royal Rumble, redeemed himself for WrestleMania. I think they're going that way. And I, yes, I think Cody does need to beat Roman, you know, you know, obviously finish the story and all that, but also the real life, like real life fact of Roman had a relationship with Dusty, mm. you know, Dusty is a part of Roman's success because of NXT, mm. you know, Roman has been a world champion mm -hmm. multiple times. Cody has not, mm -hmm. you know, and so, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think Cody so does need to be Roman, but I mean, but Roman obviously needs to finish his story right now with the bloodline, Jay and Jimmy and Solo to get back to Cody. And plus, if you remember, Cody called it before WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. He said, "You Jay's going to leave you, Jimmy's going to leave you, yep. Solo's going to leave you, and you're going to be a cheat, a tri you know, what do you say? A, a, tribe with no, a chief with tribe. no tribe. A empty table, yeah. all that. So, I mean, like. I don't want to say it's a parallel, so to speak, but like everything that Cody said is unfolding. So, I mean, Cody's mm -hmm. still a part of the story. He's just on a sidebar right now, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in my opinion. I just don't want them to not have a lot of things for Cody to do, which I'm hoping is Randy Orton. We get to see Randy Orton come back soon and maybe they can feud because they have obviously a lot of history with, you know, legacy back in the day. Definitely. But yeah, I just don't want I just don't want the Cody engine to the Cody engine to burn out too quick. And then, because if we get tired of him, or if the community gets tired of him, what do we what do we do? You know, I just don't right. want it when he fight, if he beats Roman, I don't want it to be anticlimactic. Like, oh, right, okay. yeah, yeah. And I think, um, I guess to kind of not necessarily like kind of argue with you, like why they had the match, but I mean, I will say this: something that I thought of. They obviously didn't build the match around this, but two second generation superstars going against yeah, each other that, that's a good point that's a good point son of ray son of dusty so i mean mm -hmm. I, I they obviously didn't build that around i didn't think they even mentioned in the commentary but yeah. that is something mm -hmm. that i kind of thought of and the fact of the matter is cody is still a bit of a draw i mean you know yeah. with the reactions that he's getting i mean like they would have been a little fools and not bring him over yeah, to yeah 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 i'm not mad that they had the match obviously they're gonna have cody on the match but right. you know i just like to play devil's advocate and you know yeah for sure make people a little just a little just a little bit mad <laughs> yeah 
But uh, that's all I got uh, for that one. Yeah, speaking of John Cena, I was not expecting this at all. I don't think anyone was expecting this. I was literally making my meal in the kitchen and I hear John Cena's music hit, and I'm like, that must be just like a you know, just like a replay of something. And I hear the crowd go crazy, and I'm like, John Cena returns, and you know, John, here he is, he's in London. That would it's a crazy surprise. And he came out to basically get the crowd riled up, and he was basically saying he wants a WrestleMania to come to London, but the higher ups, aka Vince McMahon, you know, doesn't like the crowd and they think that they're a distraction, they think that they're it's too hostile environment. But he said that he's going to try to get WrestleMania to come to London. And I have a big question here before we get into the person who interrupts him. Do you think this is because of what AEW is doing at Wembley Stadium? Do you think this is their response? You know, I didn't even think of that. I would not be surprised. I mean, it would be ignorant to say that AEW is not a competitor. They are. I mean, yeah. to quote to quote John, John said in an interview before, like, anything that can take our eyes away from their product is mm-hmm. competition. And what I think what AEW is better, I, again, you know, we I told you this when we met. I don't really sit down and watch AEW, but I've always kept up with that. Yeah. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know all the details, but I think I know enough to make this, this judgment call and say that AEW is a little more edgier. And they have a higher yeah. demographic, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, it's AEW is basically the modern day ECW. That's how people describe it, right? Yeah. And I think that they they are better at actual. I shouldn't say actual wrestling, but but they have a style. Yeah, they they, they to always, when people always ask me, I say WWE is better at creating stories. AEW puts on better wrestling matches. But the way I look at it is, I'm not watching wrestling just for the matches. I want to be invested in the story. So if AEW has a potential to get WWE-level psychology skills down to build a story, then they could be extremely good. Right. But I just believe that WWE will always have a one-up because obviously they've been around longer. And they're, they just have a hold over how to make people, how to make the story feel real, you know? Well, one of my favorite YouTubers... He he he's called Planet Productions. You guys are wrestling fans, go watch him. He, he he's a cool he's a cool guy. He said when WWE tries, they're the best. Yes, yes, yes. And but I will say this to kind of like you play devil's advocate. I'm actually not speaking from my own experience. I have a friend that went to an AEW pay-per-view. I can't mm-hmm. remember which one it was, but I think it was the one before MJF's pipe bomb. And then he okay. got suspended. I think uh-huh. it was that one. Could be wrong, but I was texting him about it and he said, greatest experience I've ever had at a wrestling show. Yeah, I've been to two AEW matches. I went to one in Norfolk and and actually three. I went to one in Norfolk, two in DC. And the environment there is way more intense than a WWE uh, environment. There's way more interaction. You know, it's way more lively, way more rowdy. And it's just a fun environment. And it's not necessarily a lot of kids. It's more, you know, like our age and millennials and older older people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I asked him, I said, do you think that the environment at AEW that you went to was, do you think that's what the Attitude Era was like? Cause that was before our time, right? So yeah. I mean, we, don't, we don't know. I mean, we can only yeah. see on TV. If, but... if, if we could go back, bro, only if we could go back. Right. Only but, if but, we could go back. But, but he did say he was like, obviously, he's like, before our time. But if I had to guess, yeah, that's probably yeah. what it was like. If not, I always. Better. 
Yeah, I always joke with my parents. I'm like, you guys were alive in 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 your 30s when the attitude era was at its peak, and you guys didn't take advantage of seeing the Rock, Stone Cold, and all of those guys in their prime on TV every week. Like, I would kill to go back in time to see that. On that note, quick sidebar: my old boss at Firehouse Subs up at school, she went. She saw Stone Cold live during the Attitude Era. Yes, and she said I, that's. She said glass broke. She's screaming just like everybody else. Raised up her arms. Her water broke. No way. That's Seriously. crazy. That's crazy. I would have stayed if I was her. I'm like, baby can wait. Baby can wait. Baby can wait. I gotta see Stone Cold. I gotta see Stone Cold. Like, look at this. No, literally. All <laughs> right. You know, so, oh, no, you're good. Jose, Jose. On that note, you know, when you ask that question, this is one of my bullet points. WrestleMania in London has to happen oh for sure it's gonna happen i believe it might happen even in 2025 i feel like this was just like them getting us you know before they announce it because you know they always announce it when the other when the uh one from the year before is gonna happen so right. like they announced philly the last wrestlemania so which i'm gonna have to try to go to philly's only like a four-hour drive for me so i might have to try to get some tickets to that but yeah wrestlemania in london has to happen it has to be at wembley stadium because you know WWE vince mcmahon will not let Tony Khan beat him in any aspect. That's just not going to happen. No, so, which I mean, definitely, definitely still got to respect Vince for staying competitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AW, I think, has sold for their all in pay per view at Wembley. They sold around 70,000. And WWE will do that over that twice, twice in a row, two nights back to back. So Vince McMahon is not going to let Tony Khan, you know, outshine him. But oh. to uh, keep it going, Cena's in the ring. After all that, we hear Grayson Waller's music hits. Grayson Waller comes down to the ring. He cuts a promo talking about Cena, how he should, they should have a WrestleMania in Australia, and he should be his special guest on the Grayson Waller effect, and that it will be the greatest of all time, greatest Grayson Waller show of all time. And he honestly held his own. He was very confident. He did not fumble, you know, he sounded confident and he was very believable. And I just believe Grayson Waller has a lot of potential to do great things in on the main roster. And I know they said he was coming back from a leg injury. That, that's why he hasn't been wrestling. I don't know if you've watched him in the ring, but he is a, actually very good in the ring also. So he he's also good on the mic and in the ring. 100% agree. I mean, that was my biggest takeaway from him. I mean, he he held his own. He held his own with John. He held his own against hostile London fans. I yep. mean, just kept going, didn't stutter, didn't stop. I mean, like, he just kept going. I mean, so, yeah, definitely held his own. I've seen bits and pieces of him wrestling at NXT. Mm -hmm. I paid the most attention to him when he had his match, like, mini feud against AJ Styles. Yep, the fact yep, that yep. he put on a pretty mm -hmm. good match against AJ Styles, I'm like, okay, some good future potential here, 100%. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just on the topic of you saying the future and potential as well, one point I have on here, I don't think it's going to happen, which is why I put in a question mark, but Waller versus Cena at SummerSlam. You know, you know, that's why I don't know if this was just a one-off because I heard Cena was filming in London. So I don't know if this was just Cena, we might as well have him come, or if they're going to use him to help get over a young talent like Waller, which I would not be opposed to because I feel like they could have some awesome promo battles and then end up putting on a, you know, a decent match at SummerSlam. The only thing that concerns me is that John did say recently on the, on a podcast he was on of 
yeah. it's hard on my body now and i can mm-hmm. only do it once a year what you saw at wrestlemania is the best i can do for the product yeah. which man i'm not trying to criticize john i mean yeah no i understand one of my yeah. childhood favorites but like when watching that match it honestly looked like he wasn't that interested yeah it honestly just felt like he was there you know just to be there you know yeah i mean he yeah. he looked he looked pasty like he didn't mm-hmm. get his tan i mean he's, mm-hmm. he's still great shape i mean yeah. like so like that was an issue but just like mm-hmm. dude theory's biting you i mean low blow sure whatever theory's a heel but i mean but yeah. biting you and like all these things i mean but yeah I just think, like th- that match could have been better so i mean that concerns me if they ever do have a wallet versus cena match yeah and i also understand that other factors play into it i guess he doesn't want to put too much energy into it because if he gets hurt then he can't act for a while you know and that is paying the majority of his bills right now because he's a movie yeah. star but yeah I, I have uh i hope they use waller right in my notes he has so much potential you know in the waller's point i do think they should have a WrestleMania in australia eventually i mean yeah. i think i think the fans over there are solid i when right. they had super showdown there great WrestleMania crowd. could literally hit every set of continents not counting antarctica it's true <laughs> Yeah. You know what? And before we go to women's, the women's ladder match, we already mm-hmm. kind of talked about this when we first met over Instagram. Dude, there is no reason that we here in the States couldn't be like Montreal or Puerto Rico. That's or what I'm London. saying. Why? Why? How come the U.S. just doesn't want to be a great crowd? I feel like it's because we take it for granted. We're like, oh, they travel everywhere in the U.S. Well, you know, we'll see them eventually. You know, we see them all the time. And over there, they're so excited because they rarely get those tours. Maybe like once a year, they get a, a overseas tour and they're just that much that much more excited because they've been waiting and they're anxious to see all their favorite superstars. And I think that definitely is a part of it, too. But just like, I mean, dude, you could have an average card. And London can turn into a great show. Mm-hmm. Like on, and I'm not saying Backlash was average because it wasn't. The car and the card was a solid card, but Puerto Rico, those fans are the MVP those, of that show. Yeah, they really carried the show, just like kind of how London did, you know? Right. I mean, you know, and you are right. We do take it for granted because we do see them the most. And yeah, I guess to slightly play devil's advocate too, because I, I do my best to try and see things from both sides for the mm-hmm. most part, and. Don't get me wrong. It's obviously their job to still go out and put on a good show to try and get the reactions out of us. But Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that we can't just enjoy what we're given either. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, Mm -hmm. you're there. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's obviously been some bad shows in the past and the history. They're not perfect. But, like, Mm -hmm. make the most of it, bro. Make a chance. Say Mm -hmm. what, like, when they're on the mic, like, Stone Cold's talking. You know, yays and boos, creative chance. I mean, there's no reason we couldn't be that way. Yeah. Now we're going to move on to the women's money in the bank match. I only have a couple notes for this one, but there is a lot of stuff we can talk about in this. The first thing I want to point out is the biggest spot, in my opinion, of that match, the most crazy spot, Zelina Vegas Code Red. That was insane. Talking about the sunset flip, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, yep. That was insane, and on it, it looked very, very, very rough because the ladder didn't even like break. I was like, that, that, that's crazy. But yeah, this match, it was honestly to me, it was a good match. The one thing I will say, the fish hook thing they did, or not the fish hook, but the I call it a fish hook, but the handcuff thing they did with Bailey, that wasn't because uh, you could see it in the camera. It wasn't even in her mouth all the way. And I was like, okay, what are we really doing here? And Becky Lynch, you know, that's my girl. And I'm like, come on, we're, we're, we're better than this. We're better than this, WWE. 
But yeah, what'd you what'd you think about the match overall? Honestly, solid match. Probably one of the best women's ladder matches in a while. I I my hot I don't even know this is a hot take. I think the best one ever is probably back when Bailey won in 2019. That was the best women's ladder match. But Mm -hmm. I think this was the best one since then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sunset flip. I mean, obviously we've seen it before when Andrade did it to Balor that same year in in Mm -hmm. 2019. But I mean, for those two, obviously for those two girls who put their bodies on the line, I mean, like that was a crazy spot. So I mean, kudos to the girls for that. And I thought the handcuffs was pretty creative, in my opinion. Like when yeah. EO did that to Bailey and yeah, Becky. it would have it would have totally. I would have been totally for it if it didn't fall out of her mouth, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But big news: EO Sky wins this match. EO Sky wins. Bailey's very, you know, you can tell Bailey's kind of jealous of her. So I'm guessing they're gonna do what they're gonna do with Damian and Finn and play, kind of play that uh storyline out. But yeah, we both predicted EO. I'm glad EO won. She has very, very, very extremely crazy potential, and I believe she would definitely be a woman's world champion one day. And I don't know what I'm going to say if she does not successfully cash in this money in the bank. Oh, yeah. I mean, just like we talked about with Damien, it has to be successful. EO deserves it. I mean, her her time in NXT, I mean, Backlash, I think the crowd at Backlash clearly mm-hmm. were saying, like, push her mm-hmm. she's ready mm-hmm. i mean and she is ready and she deserved it i like i like the story with her and bailey that's one of my notes is damage control is about to be done mm-hmm. um yeah i mean you e- e- deserves it i think it was the right call i think the other other person i think i would have been okay with was zelina i'm a fan of zelina but, for too, yeah yeah but I, I i like the call with eo um another detail kind of like the alabama slam that i made a note of no ladders broke this year. They didn't. They didn't. I don't know what yeah. they're because none of the ones broke in the men's, did they? No. Yeah. So like, uh, what are those ladders made out of now? You know. I mean, they look the same. I mean, granted, there wasn't really any. I guess with the exception of the sunset flip, but still, it didn't break. I mean, but there wasn't really any high falls. This yeah, year. I feel like back in the day, they would still just get dented a lot. You know. Right. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Though. I mean. I'm not, I guess I'm in the middle on that. I mean, safety is important, right? They're putting up their bodies on the line for us, but yeah. that's just, that's just a little detail that I noticed. Mm-hmm. Like there wasn't a crazy spot like that where anybody fell through a ladder, like actually went through it. It's not on it, mm-hmm. but yeah, solid match. Great, great call to win. Very creative. Yeah. One that, one other thing I did have to say was, have you heard about everyone saying how uh, WWE creative is trying to make Zelina Vega, like the new Sasha Banks with the hair and the outfits and stuff. Have you heard about that? Yeah, I did not hear about that. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I I don't I don't know. I can kind of see where they're coming from because you know they changed her hair like Sasha did. Right. They're kind of booking her similar to how Sasha is a little bit with the outfits and everything. But yeah, I don't know. But I hope eventually we do end up seeing well Mercedes Bernando now. I hope we do end up seeing her back in WDB one day because she still has unfinished business. I think. Yeah, she she's got she's got good connections with hunter i mean triple yeah. h is part of her success you know but down in nxt and the yeah. main roster for that matter mm-hmm. so i mean yeah oh she'll, she'll come back eventually hopefully yeah and i heard her uh new japan deal isn't that long either so hopefully we do get to see her back and this brings us to our uh first or our, our world heavyweight championship match and that is seth rollins versus finn balor Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. In my mind, 
could have been a very, very great and crazy match. But to me, my first note literally says anticlimactic Seth win via Damien distraction. What are your thoughts on it? Solid match, but worse of the night. Yes, and, thank you, and thank not, you, thank and not, you. And not, and not the best of these two have had. The best these two have had is back in SummerSlam. Yeah, easily. for sure, for sure. Literally, I have in all caps mid match. Should Finn have one question mark? I believe yes, because if if we're building all this up, we had Finn put this much emotion. You stole it from me seven years ago. You laughed in my face after I had to vacate the title a day after winning it. You laughed in my face, and this is my chance to get it back now. Should Finn have one to then further this, make the make the Damien Priest and Finn Balor story more enjoyable? Because let's be honest, let's be honest. This title, this title, it literally mean, it doesn't mean a thing. The only reason it's here because Roman, no one's gonna beat Roman anytime soon. They needed a a a, a you know a main event belt on Raw. So does this title really have the same prestige as it used to? You know, or like as the first World Heavyweight Championship does? Yeah, and I mean, you know, we I remember we briefly talked about this too, you know, on Instagram. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it did kind of give off the vibe of like none of y'all could beat Roman, so here you go, like here's yeah, the second just place. Like a, but yeah, so I mean, like when when I don't know what was up with Triple H when he was like talking about it, like the time, like because a he threw a little shade at Roman, low yeah, key, he did, but he also was, like, yeah, still he downplaying like, the title. He was like, this this champion is gonna be a champion a fighting champion who defends whenever wherever unlike roman reigns who had to but then so. he's also like well i probably would have done the same thing i was like then why are you saying yeah this? exactly i just feel like they were like here since we have a lot of great guys on our roster but roman we're not gonna take the belt off roman they literally said roman's here you guys are here take this belt and be happy yeah, and I mean, I but I, that's why at the same time, on the other side of the coin, I think Seth winning was the right call because in my mind, I was like, okay, we got to give someone this belt that Roman hasn't beaten. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. So, I mean, and obviously Seth is, was a part of his reign in the matches, but Roman did not beat him. He did not him. beat he him, retained, yeah. retained his title, but did mm -hmm. not beat him. So that's why I think Seth winning was the right call to make the title more legitimate. And Seth Odyssey just deserves it too. Yeah. But I will say this to kind of argue the point of the title not being worthless. Seth Rollins has already defended the title more, this title more often than Roman has defended his title this year. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. he, he's defended the title. I saw the specific stat. It was like, he's defended the title more than Roman has defended his title in seven months. Yeah. The, the only thing, like, I love that he's defending it. I just don't think it's ever going to get the prestige if we have, like, these open challenges. Like, if the belt is supposed to mean something and you're supposed to be invested in it, these open challenges don't really mean anything. Like, why are we doing it if we're supposed to make the belt prestige, you know? But on that note, John Cena's United States Open Challenge back in 2015 made that title prestigious. Yeah, you're right. But I, yeah, okay, 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 okay. That's a, that's a good argument. That's a good argument. To quote, to quote Cena, it's not the title that makes the man; it's the man that makes the title. That's a good argument. That's a good argument. I like. I, I like mean, that I, comeback. That's that's just the way. That's the way I see it. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel that. I feel that. I don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, the world title is the world title, and. 
I think the more you defend it, it makes it prestigious. But at the same time, it's like with Roman, the longer you have it, that kind of also makes it prestigious in the sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, but I, I, I got to side with the John Cena argument. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I, I, I'm still. I still don't know if I'm there yet. I feel like I just if it's a world title, I want to be invested in it. You know, but that's just me being. That's just me with my crazy opinions. But yeah. But uh, yeah. The only other two points, like, oh, actually, meant forgot to say this. Finn does eventually need a world title run. He yes. does deserve that. Yes. And I okay, we'll go. My bad. You you said something that triggered this thought of. I feel like WWE with your question actually you said this mm-hmm. WWE kind of booked themselves into a corner. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, like, Finn's promos was very good. Just bitter resentment. Like, yeah. you did this. You ruined my career. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like Seth needs a reasonably long title reign. Obviously not Roman long. But yeah. I think, like, guys like Finn need a world title reign. I wouldn't mind seeing Drew run with that title because he's on Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just feel like they kind of did double book. They booked themselves into a corner a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't want this. I want this title to eventually mean the same as the, the you know the the universal title, you know. Right. Yeah, and this brings us to our. Oh wait, before we go into the last one, when you brought up Finn Balor, I don't want Finn Balor. I want Prince David Finn Balor. I want ruthless, angry heel Finn Balor. Any willing to destroy anyone in his path, Finn Balor, and I believe that would just help him take his his wwe you know whole persona to a new level not necessarily changing his name back to prince david but i just want that personality i want the new japan finn balor to just run loose in wwe and dominate on raw you know and on that note i i think it would be kind of smart like if they did go that route and he just he just gets so angry and just so full of bitter champion or not i mean Mm -hmm. just continues to just be so ruthless where Mm -hmm the demon can return again. I feel like mm-hmm. that would make a little sense. Yeah. All right. This I, also, brings... I also just missed the demon. So yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I honestly, I'm gonna be honest, I have a hot take about that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But we can get into that another time. We can yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. But this brings us to the main event, the moment everyone was waiting for. We were waiting to see how this would play out. The bloodline silver war. Roman Reigns and Sol Sokoa versus Jimmy and Jay Uso. What were your thoughts, bud? What were your thoughts? I'm going to go off more than just the points I made on my notes. But first off, fire promo. The the, the hype tape before the match. Yes, fire. that was Great. like a movie. I was like, yo, this what? is crazy. I was I was in I was in watching TV hype. I was like, we're about to get the craziest match we've ever seen. Where it's going to happen. Yeah. So I mean, right off the bat, great start. I love that the London fans are singing the Uso song because, like, mm-hmm. it's been pretty repetitive with the lyrics anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I hope more fans start doing that. That yeah. was hype. And just, dude, I love how they they need to do this more often on the main roster. And they, they did it all the time back in, like, the black and gold eras of NXT. I just mm-hmm. love the black lights. Then the lights come down like that. Mm-hmm. And then the mm-hmm. ring announcers start doing it. Just mm-hmm. facing each other like that was so mm-hmm. hype. Just... Uso's mm-hmm. doing this. Yeah, the like, classic, the classic NXT face-off. Yes, right. Bro, yes, running bro. their mouths a little bit. Yes. Even Roman got. I mean, well, Roman trash talks anyway, but like mm-hmm. kind of stooped to the Usos level. Yeah, and just mm-hmm. Jay. I mean, Jay. I mean, 
right man, right hand man, but also hype man. I mean, Jay's Jay's hype. I mean, that was just yes. It adds a sense of realism to it. I it love. Does. I love. It. I mean, it's a it, great, great intro. It great creates intro. a. It creates how uh, JBL used to say when he commentates. It creates a big fight feel. You know, it it's does. Like, dude. This is about to happen. This is real. This is right. for. This is real beef between the family. You know. Right. So yeah, I mean, just 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 great start, just building up the intensity. I mean, the London crowd was gonna be in it regardless. I mean, it's just just the moments from this match, dude. I mean, I know one of your notes is the tension between Roman versus Solo. I'm sure we're, yeah. we're, we're gonna talk about that. We're um, definitely that, gonna that talk was, about that, that. That was one moment. Double spear when Jimmy and Jay speared Roman. I love the double Uranagi with Roman. Yeah, and Solo. that like the, just, the timing was crazy on. Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. That, um, the stack them but they both kicked out i mean yeah that's a, that, kick, that's a kick out of the year that is that is the i don't ooh, that kick out goes hand in hand i know you don't watch aw but the uh will osprey kenny omega match at forbidden door uh kenny omega kicked out at a one count when will osprey hit kenny with his own finisher the one we get angel did you see that? Wait, when when that happened, did Kenny get up and start hitting the ground? Yes, like, yes, yes. Yeah, I have seen that. That that was that match to me was the greatest. This is off topic. We're supposed to be talking about money thing, but that <laughs> Kenny versus Osprey match, no doubt, top top three best matches I've ever seen in my life. It was it was so great. The storytelling in the match was so amazing. The wrestling in it was amazing. Everything was in every everything you literally got everything you wanted to our wrestling match, but that's that we can talk about that another time. Separate but yeah, topic. the the double stack pin. You know, Roman always says stack them, pin them, win. The double stack pin. We thought I thought it was over. I was like, this is how it's gonna end. Roman said we was gonna say and he gets the job done, but no, the Usos kick out at point. 2.99999 seconds. You know, and since WrestleMania, you know, like, I'm going to go a little off topic to get back to the main point. Yeah, no, so, you're good, you're good. Since WrestleMania between Roman versus Cody, I, you know, I was talking to my stepdad about it. I keep him in the loop. He'll watch wrestling with me. And mm. uh, he's actually a pretty big fan of Roman and Cody. He loved mm. that storyline I told him about. I, I told him, I was like, you know, Mike, this is the first time in years I don't know who's gonna win. Yeah, between Roman, between Roman yep. versus Cody, it was like, very fifty-fifty. It was, and yeah. I, I ended up leaning towards Cody, but then I saw Roman won, and it was a shocker. And mm-hmm. I mean, so like after that, I was like, since WrestleMania this year, I'm like, okay, I, you really don't know until it happens. Yeah, you know, you you don't like you, yep. you like you can come up with educated guesses. They do happen, mm-hmm. but when like stuff like this, like big time storylines, I'm like. You mm-hmm. really don't know, like, because it's all, it's always the what if. What if they don't do it? Yep. What if they change the plans the day of? Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, mm-hmm. you and I, great minds think alike. We're thinking mm-hmm. Usos win, Jay's gonna pin Roman. Mm-hmm. But what if they didn't do that? What, what if, if they, they didn't want do to that? continue Roman's dominance? So like, yep. like you, man, I, I actually even at one point thought when Roman got the guillotine on Jimmy, I thought it was gonna I end thought, there. I, I thought like, it was gonna, I thought it was gonna end there too. Yeah, you remember? Do you remember the? You remember the Hell in the Cell match he had with uh Jay, and he yeah. ended up putting uh Jimmy in the guillotine too. You remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, I absolutely. Thought, I was like, this is kind of full circle, but no, yeah, I mean, and like, and you could honestly make an argument for that. I mean, the Sackham 
could have made an argument for that being the finish too but london was chanting bs be you know their, yeah, their chants yeah. i mean yeah the chants during that, that match were insane and roman was talking back to the fans he was saying this crowd this place is the worst place in the in the world i'm never coming back here Ooh. said to paul he, he sits down why did we even come here yeah, like roman's, yeah. roman's acting has come so he's far, so man. he's bro compared to you know, the famous, infamous John Cena promo. He has come so far and honestly, not a pretty short amount of time, you know. The way his character has elevated and he's became the tribal chief in these past three years, he just leveled up so much and he's on. He's definitely already considered a GOAT right now, you know, and these these three years have solidified him as a GOAT. And, but yeah, I mean, this or stack him and pin him. I, I thought it was going to end there. That's a, that's a kick out of the year. Um, I, I like how, and I feel like this is coming. This is coming full circle now with when you brought up Paul overhyping it. Um, kind of a callback to Hell in a Cell when like Roman was like kind of like holding his knees and whatever, and mm-hmm, he was getting mm-hmm. emotional. He still loves his family, mm-hmm. but like he, he's a control freak. He mm-hmm, still wants a, to be on top. He's yeah. like, like in his in his mind, he's like, I lo- I do love you, mm-hmm. but you got to do what I say. Yeah, it's, it's my it's, way it's, or the highway. Yeah, it's it's the it's the control of power, you know, the power trip. Because there's sometimes where he'll snap out of it, you know, and he'll be looking like, why why are we doing this? Why am I doing this? And like even last night, he started. You could tell he started doubting himself. Like, can we really get this done? And Solo, you know, had to snap him back in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, I, the tension they brought between those two last night, before you know Solo was in the ring and he was just staring at Roman before the tag. When Roman attacked, he was just staring at Roman, and I feel like that. That kind of loose to solo, you know, you know, eventually gonna turn on Roman, maybe. And eventually that could be a whole another storyline. And maybe he could eventually be someone that could possibly beat Roman for the titles, you know. I would not be opposed to eventually down the road, solo does his own thing as a single competitor, and Paul mm-hmm. Heyman still his manager. Yeah. They they could definitely they they could just be great together. Paul Heyman adds so much to anything he brings he can make something that you think can't get any greater and make it the greatest thing you've ever seen i mean just creative mind great on the mic i mean paul paul is one of the many mvps in this whole storyline and indeed indeed but yeah i mean and just just the ex that that's gonna be an exchange that's gonna live rent free in my head just like mm-hmm. solo missed the table Super mm-hmm. kick, Superman punch, super mm-hmm. kick again. It just and just Jade doing the like mm-hmm. that with his arm after mm-hmm. like basically like come on, like mm-hmm. I'm like I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm main event Jay Uso. Like come mm-hmm. on, like main, you, I put you that made... on my story. Yeah, main event yeah. Jay. You made this. You are the cause of this effect. You know, right? Like really talking. Yes, Jay. Yeah. And like, and that spear was a good spear. Jay sold yep. it perfectly. That yep. was another solid kick out, and it just full circle mm-hmm. from Roman's very first title defense against jay mm-hmm. low blow kick out mm-hmm. you deserve it roman mm-hmm. you deserve it mm-hmm. and now and just, i just yeah i just i can't wait till friday so we can see the fallout of this and see if roman's demeanor changes to see if he tries to lure the usos back in maybe like okay i admit it i did wrong i just want us to be family again because maybe he's scared that if they set up a match for SummerSlam, then maybe he could lose. Maybe this could be the the actual downfall of the bloodline. You know, and, and just kind of like wrapping up the thoughts of the match. I mean, just 
Jay hitting the splash, Michael Cole, go commentator, oh, he, right? He's my go. He's my go. He's my go. Michael Cole is my go commentator. I don't care anyone I, says. I, I can respect that. Yes. I mean, Cole, Cole is great. And yes. just do you believe in miracles and just the count? I mean, and again, the fact that it actually happened. I mean, yep. my mom is to I, my right. I was my like, mom's to my right. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. Okay, yeah. So my mom's to my right. Like when it actually hit three, I almost jumped out of my seat. Like I went like literally, that. Like literally. I was like, dude. I was like, this dude, is like, crazy. Like it actually happened. He got pinned. Yeah, but what I, mean, I will like, say is, oh, keep going. You're good. I, I was just gonna say, man, like all, all of these guys should be proud. I mean, like That's they're, they're all time storyline, great stuff. What do we great say? Stuff. Cinema, cinema, literal cinema. <laughs> <laughs> what was I, I was gonna say? Um, I what the question I want to bring is, if Cody finally pins and beats Roman, does does Jay pinning him first, even though it wasn't for the titles? Does Jay pinning him first make Cody's win less anticlimactic? Because would it be more, would it be better to say first time Roman's ever been pinned in over what it would be four years? No, next WrestleMania. Never been pinned, hasn't lost, and Cody's the first one to do it. Or he was pinned by Jay Uso, but you know, he didn't lose the titles, but he was pinned. Does that make Cody's win less anticlimactic? I say no. Because although Jay pinning him breaks the record of he hasn't mm-hmm. been pinned this long, but it doesn't affect his title reign. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's how Cody, I feel. Yeah, Cody doing it, assuming it does happen eventually, that, that'll be, I mean, that that's when Roman, everything that Roman worked for is gone. Yeah. You know, like, you know I mean, so I mean, I say no. I'm still, I always played in my mind, like the emotions I'm going to feel when Roman finally gets pinned for the championship. It, it it's gonna be crazy, you know. Yeah, I mean, just all, all the memes that you see on like Roman Reigns defeating Jaws at WrestleMania Fifty Seven, yep. like you know, yep. like like all that stuff. But like when it finally does happen, and I think it's also gonna be one of those things where, I mean, we know that this is good, but then assuming Roman takes time off after he finally loses the title, which he probably mm-hmm. will. I mean, it's like dang, like we really had something special, yeah, you know, these past few years. Yeah, this. This will be, and when it's all said and done, I believe this will be the greatest story ever told in WWE history. Yeah, I mean, I would, at the bare minimum, on the Mount Rushmore of stories for sure. Yep. Last question I want to leave off with is this, and I've wondered this for a while now. Is Roman afraid of Solo? Is Roman afraid of Solo? You know, I don't, I wouldn't say afraid, but I think he knows that Solo's a threat to his reign i would say i think he is afraid of the fact of i don't know where this i think he's just afraid of solo just challenging his authority because he does see he sees potential in solo mm-hmm. in the solo solo's all business yep and the way he treats solo once remember on smackdown he he laughed at at so at the usos when they talked about solo potentially taking over then just the yeah and this the this the the staring at roman which is i I saw someone else mention this in this story whatever they want us to infer that's what's going to happen whatever they foreshadow that's eventually what's going to happen they want us to know that it's coming you know we just don't know when it's going to happen but they want us to know that it's coming 
And I do think when Solo leaves too, that they should have a Roman versus Solo match. I actually do remember reading that they said they did have that planned. When yeah. I don't know, but mm-hmm. I, I say this is just how I would have a basic booking for the remainder of this storyline in terms of matches. Roman versus Jay at SummerSlam is going to fill up fill up seats. Oh, for I sure. Would, yeah. I would like I would like to see Roman versus Jimmy. Get, let, let's see main event Jimmy mm-hmm. Solo mm-hmm. Yeah. at least one I, time. Yeah, and then I, Roman I would... versus Solo. Yeah, I would love to see Jimmy get his get his solo action too, because Jay already has. We know what main event Jay Uso can do, but yeah. what can main event Jimmy do? What right. we have not seen how far Jimmy Uso can take it. Right, and yeah. I think just solo versus Roman would just it just be the the best way I can describe it is just like a tug of war. I mean, like Solo's the enforcer. I mean, he's just as mm-hmm. hard hitting. I mean, just all power and Roman's power too, but he's pretty mm-hmm. athletic. So mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that'd be a really interesting clash of styles. Mm-hmm. I just, I just can't wait for the day we see, if we see it, I feel like we are going to see it. It's a very high possibility. The day Solo finally hits Roman with the Samoan spike, the spike, this one thumb that can do so much damage. The turn, the turn of the century, man, to join his brothers finally to help bring down the tribal chief once and for all. It's gonna be great stuff. Yeah. Well, that about wraps it up for the first episode, guys. I'm glad we could, you know, we're fine. We're getting the kinks and stuff out. This is just a pilot episode, so bear with us. But we, I believe, we had some some great some great takes and some great conversation about money in the bank and we'll be doing a lot of you know different topic videos and we'll be recapping a lot of the main shows you know the some of the raw smackdowns but uh most importantly we'll be covering a lot of the pay-per-views to you know share our our ideas and thoughts about that and all the questions we have so we can uh you know just create a community of people who love to watch wrestling so like i said earlier my name is johnny king you can follow me on instagram at uh johnny king with two y's and two g's and then cj you can shout your stuff out brother yeah, um, like Johnny said, I mean, we're going to stay up to date. We'll recap stuff, but have some prompts and new topics of conversation. Also stay fresh with content. And you can follow me at uh, CJ underscore McClure 13. And uh, thank God for wrestling. Yep, thank God for wrestling. That's how we're going to end every podcast. You can follow <laughs> us on IG at thank God for wrestling pod. And yeah, at the end of every podcast, we're just going to say thank God for wrestling, man. Amen. Yes, sir. We'll see you guys in the next one.